Well, Faith and Begore, it's Mondays with Mike and Mary once more. <laughs> what is this, like March? It's Irish Day. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, how are you? I'm good. It must be Monday, eh, Michael? Must be. That's uh -huh. why we do the podcast. Yeah, welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary. Ah, thank you so much for listening. This is so great to be able to communicate all this brilliance that we get every Friday. We are the smartest people in the world. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. It's yeah. so true. And especially when that mastermind intelligence thing is created, you know, yeah. a group of people coming together in a spirit of harmony that all want to solve problems, help one another hit their goal. Um, if you're listening and you're in an R squared group, make a commitment that you're really going to get to know the other people in your group because you give and receive better advice They'll help you along. We are surrounded by warriors, by givers, and I like when you said it this way, by the smartest people. Yeah. And where else do you get support and encouragement? Yeah. Yeah. Don't go looking for it at home. Or you could pay they, for yeah. therapy and spend a lot of money. I mean, this is like, wow, what a good deal. So here we go. We got right. parade of techniques today, and we have Ask the Experts today, and you have a parade for us. I know you I do. get to go first? Yeah. Ooh, I like it. So my, my parade of techniques is a neato idea to say thank you for referrals, and it's an opportunity to say thank you immediately. You know, when someone gives us a referred lead, whether or not the lead ever pans out, waiting till the closing to say thank you, to give them a thank you gift, is probably waiting too long. Wouldn't you agree? So this is a student who has figured out an automatic, she's, she's got a stack of these, and when someone gives her a referral, immediately she puts one of these into the mail, um, does a little handwritten note, thank you for your referral. And what it is, is a gift card like a Visa gift card, uh -huh. but instead of saying Visa gift card on it, it has her logo and her face. Very nice. So a customized Visa gift card. Now you can get them in any amount that you want. We do know that the federal government limits the amount of gifting we can give to any one person that is not a realtor to $25. Uh, however, if you should choose to give more than that, this is a way that you can write off the entire amount. $25 of it would be as a client gift, right? And the balance would be as PR, as marketing, because your company name and your face is on it. Isn't that a cool way of uh, following the rules, our federal guidelines, and yet having a little bit of flexibility to give what you want to give? Love it. So send your gift cards to Mike and Mary in Stillwater, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> All right. You have a parade of techniques, darling. Yeah. It's actually a combination of two of them because one piggybacked on the other. I thought it was very smart. And it's a way to use the reverse search capability when you put your buyers into a reverse search. Yeah. Think instead, how could I prove to a prospective seller that I have pre-approved buyers for their home? that that's why they should list with me, that I can find pre-approved buyers. Well, using that reverse search for similar properties, get a list of the brokers who have searched your listings or searched similar properties and show them that list. Here's all the pre-approved buyers that we've got for homes like yours. And then 
you use a program called AWeber. I think it's spelled AWeber, A-W-E-B-E-R. Okay. That's a mass emailing program that's really affordable. And when you put that house on the market, send a mass email to all those brokers who had reverse searched for their buyers properties similar Ooh, to the ones smart. you just put on the market. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We got smart people. Yeah, we got smart people. <laughs> okay. Did you do an Ask the Experts of this course, week? Of course. You know I did. Yeah, you always do. Yeah. So this one is, uh, you know, I got a lot of fall-throughs. So my number one goal is to maintain momentum, positive attitude, and, you know, yet these fall-throughs are making me feel like, well, son of a gun, why do I have to sell everything twice? So there's a pile of great suggestions, like use positive affirmations, journaling. As someone else said, um, take backup offers. That's always good. Um, I love this one. Um, one of our students has a laminated purchase agreement. So right up front, they're explaining about inspections and what can happen. And they're talking about, in, in her market, it's paragraph 9B. <laughs> so they're preparing people for the worst up front for these inspections that are causing a lot of um, fall-throughs. One of our students described it and uses this as she explains it to her sellers as false labor. That the first mm -hmm. time we ex we accept an offer, it may not be the one that we end up closing with. You know, it's like going into false labor. You get all the way to the hospital and you're supposed to go because you look and sound like you're in labor, but it might not end up having the baby that day. Um, one student said, monitor your self-talk. You know, the more you say, I have a lot of fall-throughs, the more it's going to happen. Uh, one student said, you know, before you wake up, um, well, first of all, they were talking about morning routine. You know, some people have a really hard time implementing a morning routine. They get up and electronicize their day immediately. And of course, you and I have been really preaching and teaching from the platform to come up with a routine that works for you. <clears throat> if you have trouble not rolling over and look at your email, what if you had an audio message what if you had affirmations? What if you had a favorite podcast that lifted your spirits, that got you holistic and thinking about your goals and positive stuff versus the negative stuff that can, we can find in our Before email? Before you get out of bed. Yeah, well, like if you're going to do that anyway, maybe that's a better way of starting the day. I don't know. Um, so anyway, um, what if you said multiple offers? We talked a little bit about multiple offers and using that chart we gave everybody at Master Sales Academy yes. um, to compare offers because sometimes the highest priced offer is not the best offer and they are more likely to fall through. We also talked about not, look at all these, this was a heck of a nasty experts question. Yeah. We also talked about not taking the first offer. So establishing a day when you put the property on the market, we don't accept any offers until such and such a date or date that maybe brings in more offers and maybe allows a buyer not to feel like if they don't decide in the first hour that they see the property, they have 72 hours or 48 hours before they have to actually submit an offer. Maybe that in itself takes a little bit of pressure off the buyer to make a decision so quickly. 
sure. and may result in fewer fall-throughs. I, I just love this conversation because I think we have a lot of people out there in listening land that are experiencing where they've got to sell a property more than once. And let me just throw in this Floyd Wickman thing. And that is when you are setting your goals, anticipate your fall-throughs so that when we get together at Business Breakthrough 2020 Lexington, be there, we're going to tell you that you need to anticipate your fall-throughs, know your fall-through ratio. What if you looked, starting now, September, October, November, at how many transactions you put together and how many of them you got to do twice? What's your fall-through ratio? And then for 2020, what if you took that ratio and applied it to your goal so that when something falls through in the future, you can have that same attitude that one of our students taught us two years ago. When I have a fall through, I think, oh, darn, but I did anticipate this and I'm still on track for my goals because I knew not all of them would come together. Wouldn't it be neat if all of our Wickman students had that kind of attitude? Yeah, sure. I have one person had 12 fall throughs in one week. What? Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to have 12 transactions. That's the good news. To fall through. Yeah, yeah. right. But she works with her daughter, and within three months, they'd put them all back together. Not the same transactions, but all those clients, they put a deal together with them. So they, they got paid they by the client. They didn't say, oh, no, let's go jump off a cliff. Let's quit real estate. This is awful. No, we'll just do it again. We planned for this, right? I like it. That's how you do it. Okay, I haven't asked the experts. It's not going to ask the experts. What? Yeah, you know, this is something that, that you are a, a bug about, which is I don't do surveys. We do ask oh. the experts. You know, and everyone, <laughs> yes, okay, once and for all, there's a shift going on in the market, okay? Let's just accept that. Uh, the market's up. The market's down. How are things in your area? I want to do a survey. Forget it. No, let's do ask the experts. But every once in a while, somebody comes up with a question that is a survey, and I like to just let them go with it. Because this was, I'm busy right now, and I'm trying to look out into the future and see am I optimistic or am I pessimistic about where things are going? what the industry is going to be like, what the market's going to be like, what my business is going to be like. And that's kind of an ask the experts question. Uh, but the, the answers were really interesting because they were the whole spectrum from the Pollyanna law of attraction, only good things are coming to me, to doom and gloom, we're about to fall off a cliff. I thought it was really an interesting spectrum of answers on that and then it was my turn to talk about this and we all agreed there are three things that are going to happen and well i can't wait <laughs> well what's the first thing that's going to happen in the next 16 months presidential politics what always happens in an election year Oh, people freeze up before yeah. there's an election. They get up on the fence going, like, what's going to happen? Yeah, 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 exactly. So prepare for that. You know it's going to happen. It happens every four years. Let's not let it be a surprise this next year. Okay? Okay. Good. 
What's the second thing that's going to happen? Technology is trying to take over our business. All those evil empires, stopzillow.com, you know, they want to replace the real estate agent with technology. Well, guess what, folks? They're going to get their share. They're doing it. They're succeeding at replacing you. So what's our only defense? You know what it is. It's personalize your business. Go all in on your book of business. At the same time, don't neglect all those sources of low-hanging fruit that are working right now. One of our best friends got 63 listings so far this year from just expireds and, by the way, canceled because it, a lot of agents are canceling their listings the week before they expire so they don't show up as expireds. 63 listings and 58 of them have sold, 22 by himself. So, gang, go all in on your book of business. Do it the right way. Personal relationships. That's the, th the second factor. Fight for your business. And the third thing that's going to happen is we're going to have a shakeout. And you know what I mean. For the last two years, there's been a massive migration into the business. New licensees. And all these, they're, they're joining these companies with these new models that where they get no supervision and no direction and no management and no training. Guess what? They're going to get out of the business. So why should we be optimistic knowing these three things? Because you're Wickmanized. You know what to do. Whether the market's good or bad, we do well. We actually even do better. And I've heard this over and over. Yeah, I When have things get tight, when the market gets difficult, Wickmanized agents are the ones who are taking the market share away from everybody else who's up on the fence wondering what to do, what's going to happen, should I be, you know, we're best positioned to handle whatever comes down the pike. Ah, as though we plan for that. Yes. There's kind of a theme running through this I message. think there is a theme, yeah. and I like it. Yeah, coming yeah. from different angles, but really the same kind of thought. So, go out there and have a great week. Get some listings and build your inventory. It's time. Plan for what's ahead.